here I am, reporting from a stationary bike, just uh, that one's for mum. And I'm here with Arnaud, I'm going to see if he wants to speak on the pod. Uh, Arnaud, uh, good day? Okay, yes. Yes? Uh, and the race today? Uh, comment je trouve en français la course? It's a very nice course. Um, it's a very, uh, very dynamic, um, je trouve. Um, it's une étape, belle, belle étape, étape uh, um, vallonnée, de beaux paysages. Et um, je pense que. Um, La gagnante méritera vraiment son sa première place. It's good. It's good. Yes. It's good. Yes. And uh, do you want to say hello to Rachel? Oh, c'est difficile. C'est difficile. Euh, pense euh, peut-être une française. Oui, une française. Salut à Rachel. Cordou, je sais pas. Peu importe, une française, ce serait très bien pour moi. Okay, well, that's that. We're um, just waiting for the race to come past and then we're going to shoot off to the finish. Um, it's been an amazing day, I'm not going to lie. It's exactly how Rachel said, it's very exciting. It's kind of stressful when you're going through the peloton. Um, but, yeah. It's the whole time. <laughs> how many how pies? Many pies today? <laughs> Uh, actually, that was just, uh, just the one, but now we're traumatised and won't ask anyone else. <laughs> that is our lives in one. It's, um, I hate it here, I want to get out of, yeah. I'm roasting because I'm wearing what I was wearing on the flimmin' motorbike. Oh my god. I think we should go to the team buses. I think we should, yeah, well, we can't get out. They honestly, like... That you don't understand. Amy <laughs> <laughs> just, just punched me in the face with the flipping recorder. Um, you don't understand the chaos of one of these finishes until you're in amongst it. It's very insane. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm literally. Everyone's been. With sweat. No, same. Like, when I tell you it's dripping out of my back, I'm not joking. My legs. I want to leave. I really want to get out. We're trying so hard to get out of a tiny gap. I'm getting pushed yeah, out of the way. We're all going, love. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. We should probably say who pied us. Charlotte Cool. It wasn't. I don't blame her because what happened to her? Uh, I don't know. No, nothing happened to her. She just didn't. I don't think she. Didn't, she think, didn't win. Well, we don't know Did actually. At this at this point, we don't know what happened. I, really I certainly don't know what happened because I've been on the motorbike all day. And I don't know what happened because my GCN feed stopped working. <laughs> so fabulous for us. Okay, let's have a, let's right, we're about to watch it back. Right. If you have an issue in that final. Someone from Israel. Okay. Um, I think. I don't know. Yeah, getting back on. She crashed. So no wonder she didn't want to speak to us. All right, fair. I mean, she had just done an interview though, so she wasn't against it. But Lucas recorded it. Yeah, but we're. He will nice us with that little recording, I'm sure. Um, I'm just high off my day with Arno, to be honest. Oh, stop it. You're rubbing it in now. He, he loved it. He, he When he just dropped you off, he motorbiked. What is it called when you move? He motorbiked past me? Road, drove. He drove Road. past me. And I tried to catch his eye and he just sort of iced me. So I Yeah, think because he's moved him, on. Yeah, I think you've won him over. 
I can't believe it. Got me some water off the sewers oh, by. Is that a free bottle? Yeah, mate. Mate, I did not get a freebie when I was on there. He um, he kept stopping in various places, chatting to me. I got him on the pod. You got him on the pod? Of course I did. I didn't spend the day with Arnaud and not get him on the pod. He doesn't speak English. No, he, he said a lot of words in French that I'm still going to keep in. Because, you know. For the ambiance. And for the, for the people who listen, he probably speak French. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. There's got to be some. Um... I feel like we should try and get some quotes for potential. Potentially. Uh, uh, AKA do our jobs. AKA, yeah. It's a tricky one, eh? Yeah. Now we're going to hear from Pfeiffer Georgie, who was warming down outside the team bus uh, with a very somber um, expression. The whole DSM team seemed pretty gutted about how the day turned out. So we're going to hear from her, and then in contrast, we're also going to hear from Florchie Mackay, who was obviously very excited for her teammate, Emma Norsgaard, who took the win, and she was also battling sweat that was pouring into her eyes as she was trying to speak to us because it was very humid out there today. And then after that, you're going to hear from Ashley Moore-Mapasio, who was actually sat inside the team bus in an ice bath during this interview. Obviously, I was not in there with her, uh, her director, Yolene, took the microphone to her so that she could answer some questions. Um, yeah, we saw on Bellevue already that it was pretty technical um, and we got um, yeah, the mechanics to drive the last 6k just to give us a bit more information because um, we knew yeah, with the tram rails the last I think um, yeah, it's always a big fight in a sprint and it just was yeah, unlucky that there was a crash in that corner. Do you think that maybe the organisers should kind of have rethought that course design? Um, we hoped that the tram rails would be covered, uh, but um, yeah, it's always going to be a bit sketchy with a <laughs> sharp corner in the last K. Yeah, did you see what actually happened in the crash? Were you near it? Yeah, I was just behind it, um, just taking it at speed and then they just hit the barriers. Okay, and um, obviously super disappointing for the team today. I mean, how do you refocus now, looking ahead to the next two stages? For you personally, is there any opportunities, do you think? Um, yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Uh, we've been chasing the stage win all week. Um, yeah, we had a bit of problem with the radio, with the communication, to hit the time gaps. Um, and in the end, it was too late. So, yeah, really not what we wanted, because Charlotte has shown she's in great form and could get over the climbs to sprint. Um, so... Yeah, this one hurts a bit, but we've still got Juliet to focus on for GC uh, the next two days. Cool, thanks, Pfeiffer. Pretty, um... Super sombre atmosphere, right? Yeah, That's at the fun. DSM bus. Onwards, though. Caught your bun there, love. <laughs> Caught my bun. Hi, it's for me, Erin, a bun. Caught your bun. Uh, who else can we find? Everyone thinks of Emma, like maybe last season she'd be the rider waiting for the sprint, but today she did a completely different approach to the race. Yes, it's has she changed her mindset? Has she changed as a rider? Well, she's, I think, uh, developing herself as a rider, and I think, uh, yeah, sprinting against Vibas and Charlotte is a really hard job, but um, I think she showed today that she is a really good TT, and um, yeah, it's... Amazing. And what's she like as a person to have as a teammate, Emma? Is she quite relaxed? Is she? She is she super like? relaxed. Yes, she is uh, super relaxed, and she knows what she wants. And um, yes, yeah, she has a focus, and there she is going for. And I think it's really nice to be as a teammate with her. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Look. Could the team really? Would the team have ever expected this? Thank much? you.
beautiful. Sorry. Would the team have expected this much success at the start Whoa, of this week? Oh no, I, mean? I think winning with Liana and then in the way how she wins today is uh, amazing. Yeah, that's really nice. Thank you. Well, test, test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the questions? Okay. Yeah, do you, wait. But so they're going to Ash on WhatsApp, so just yeah. if you can give oh. her the mic. Oh, I don't have to do anything. No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, where's Ash? Oh. She sent you some questions. I don't know who it is. Amy, I think her name is. Yeah. So you can reply. Oh, on WhatsApp. Yeah. On WhatsApp. Oh, that's why I call. Ask me. Are you on WhatsApp? I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> um. So today was pretty smooth. Um. Yeah, I mean, the breakaway went away and then things were pretty calm. Um, there were just obviously some moments where UAE or some of the sprint teams uh, were chasing uh, because m most of the top sprinters were still there till the finish. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the final became pretty dangerous. Um, it was all fine until we had to cross um, that railway bridge with the chicane. Um, that, to me, was a little bit unnecessary and super, super dangerous. It was... Yeah, I think it was never going to be totally possible for the peloton to get over there um, safely. So, of course, a crash did happen. Um, I'm very grateful not to have come down. However, I did have to uncleat and I, I was stuck behind it. Um, but, yeah, I do hear some of the girls came down pretty hard. So I really hope those that were affected are fine. Um, but, yeah, once again, a, a super exciting day with the breakaway just lasting and really super cool for Emma to win. Uh, she's a past teammate and I know she works super hard so um it's really good for her to have a result um and then yeah i mean so far everything's going uh, really well really smoothly we've been ticking all the boxes i've been feeling really strong um and yeah tomorrow is a big day um it's the pyrenees so it somehow feels a little bit familiar to me um i did a recon of the tourmalet and the aspan um and i'm feeling super confident i like the fact that um the Tourmalet, the last 10Ks are really, you know, relentlessly steep at about 9% average gradient, which is um, the type of climb that I really like. Reminds me a little bit of <laughs> Rocco Corba um, in a way, which is, of course, my home climb and one that I train on very, very often. And then, of course, it's also been really cool <laughs> to be able to use Zwift uh, with the climbing portal to remind myself um, of the gradients of the Aspen and the Tourmalet. So feeling good, well positioned, and tomorrow we are ready to fight for yellow. Um, and then, yeah, I think I answered this. Um, yeah, ahead of the Tourmalet, feeling strong. I feel like I've been uh, playing the game well this past week, um, saving energy, only investing energy when I really need to. Um, so, so far, as I said, we've ticked the boxes. We're feeling good. And, of course, um, yeah, hoping for really good legs tomorrow. And, yeah, time, time to party. Um, and then... Family, yes, I have a lot of family um, here to support, which is really, really awesome. Um, yeah, the Passios, uh, Carl's uh, mother, sister-in-law, niece, um, but then also my own mother, um, aunt and uncle have been here, um, godmother, and um, some Rokokoba um, cycling guests who have come for the weekend as part of a Rokokoba collective um, times Rokokoba cycling uh, weekend to watch um, the the tourmalet and the time trial so yeah also my cousin and yeah just lots of friends and family and i really expect to see even more people out on roads tomorrow on the tourmalet because uh, 
of course it's not very far from Girona um, so I, I expect to see lots of familiar faces and for sure at Rockacorba Collective Fan Zone um, with some special flags and special jerseys so it's going to be a real vibe out there tomorrow I'm really looking forward to it yeah what does it mean to me have family here yeah obviously it gives extra strength uh, to have the family here um, it's a real boost uh, to the morale, but then again, not only my family, but also my Rockacorba Collective community who have been super supportive, um, some here in real life. And as I said, there'll be a support corner on the Tourmalet tomorrow, um, but also on WhatsApp. Um, the support has been really, really amazing. And then, yeah, for me, it's also really special. I see what an impact um, this has, even just me being placed second in the GC and riding in the green, although it's um, a borrowed green every day um it really means a lot to south africa um it's not it's not often that south africa or the african continent have riders performing at the highest level there's so many barriers for south african african riders to even get to europe never mind um to be racing at the highest level so um, i'm really happy to be flying the flag high and hoping to inspire more african women of course my culture cycling academy who um, i'm working really hard you know, to continue um, to build more and more um, with the esports and learning center. We have some money to get it going, but of course, always looking for partners uh, to keep the dream alive and um, to help the girls uh, reach their full potential. So yeah, tomorrow I will be riding with the strength of all those people behind me and uh, with a lot of passion and a lot of fighting spirit. Done? Yep. The interview is over. Done. Rachel, what's the pie tally now? Um, pie tally... Do you know what? Well, I guess... I don't know, does it count as a pie if you literally... Wait, I have no idea where we're going. But does, oh, it you knew. does it count as a pie if you um, freak out before you even ask them because they look so scary? Oh, E.g. Demi Bollery. Because <laughs> no. I wanted to talk to her, but like, she had a face like she did not want you to speak to her, so I didn't even attempt. That's not a pie because I feel like a pie is where you've actively gone to ask someone and they they pie you. So yeah. that was more that's more just like that's me reading the room. Yeah, that's me tactically saving myself from a pie. I would yeah. say. Yeah, which is completely I, fair. Yeah, because I'm I think it's that way, no? I have emotional intelligence. I'm just following these two. Why? Because uh, they're not no, going where no. we're going. Let's see if I can see my car. This is not it though, isn't it? All these cars have press stickers on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is it. There's a building. My bad. My bad. We're here. (laughs) Car coming. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was bad. Yeah, there is. This is it. This is the place we need to... Oh! It's got water. Oh, gosh. Sorry, I'm just a bit all over the place. It's got heat stroke again. It's a really hot day. Oh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It's so hot. Do you know, not me saying yesterday, oh, like, it's going to be really cold today and... And making me wear a hoodie and a denim jacket on the motorbike. too hot on the motorbike, though? No, I wasn't too hot on the motorbike. When we stopped, I was. I think I could have gone with just the jacket, if I'm being brutally honest. But I, I appreciate your concern. I hope. Did you eat Arno's sandwich? No, I think it had meat. I didn't want to even uh, try because it was quite a good lunch today. I hate to tell you. No, but it, it was quinoa, and I don't like quinoa. No, but oh, okay. Oh yeah, true. Because you would have had the veg. Because I had the non-veggie one in it. It was like chicken and. Um, Where's my car? It was like pesto pasta. It was really good, actually. Um, I don't know, but I'm sure it's her. Abby will know. She's, I trust Abby. actually enter through this door. There's a full-on... There's a big wooden bench. It's giving school. Yeah, it's so hot in there. Like It's giving oh, no. heat stroke big time. It's give- Oh, my God, look, it's Tamsin and...
Hey. They're here. Oh, she's Stop, she's so, so cute. She's actually walking up. Do you remember last year? She was like a teeny little oh, bubby. She was so small last year. Look at her go. She looks I'm going to stop so podcasting nice. so we can coo over the baby. <laughs> yeah. I truly meant it when I said I was dead. I was going to say, um, I thought this morning. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was not expecting this. No. <laughs> Emma, congratulations on the statement. Thank you. Um, you said this morning in an interview... The plan was to go for the stage break today in the breakaway. Yeah. Now you won the stage from the breakaway. Is it just everything went to plan? Yeah, it's not like uh, every day I just say, uh, yeah, today I want to win. So it's <laughs> and then it happens. So it's uh, kind of amazing um, when when the plan is is success. Yeah. Um, Emma, not so long ago, you would have, we would have maybe pigeonholed you as the type of rider who would be waiting for the bunch sprint, who would be wanting it, but obviously you've changed a lot as a rider now. Um, can you comment on that? Like, what's changed? Is it your mindset? Sort of why are you now a rider who's keen for the breakaways more than a bunch sprint? Yeah, I mean, I tried to change a little bit into a more classic kind of rider, and yeah, so I just need to realize I'm not as fast as, as uh, Charlotte Cole or, or Lorena Vibes anymore. So, I mean, I need to seek the success otherwise, and, and I'm, I'm pretty pleased with the, with the way I'm going. Well done, Emma. Um, I've had some fortunate times, and you've had quite a bad night's sleep right now, the aircon was broken. Oh, God. I tell you, I woke up this morning, you know, like, uh, no, another day, another day I have to work, another day I have to suffer, and... I was such in a bad mood, I needed three cup of coffee before anyone could speak to me and then my DS come up with this plan that I need to go in the breakaway and I was really like, are you kidding me? And I, again, and yeah, today, yeah, or now I'm, I, I, just, I love him now. Before I was like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's really nice. Welcome back to the podcast. So I do actual intros today. Oh I'm, I'm so professional. It's a bit formal for me, really. I feel a bit under pressure now. Yeah, you better deliver some hot take. Profesh um, vibes. Yeah, I'll do my best. I'm sort of on a bit of a slump today, though. Feeling quite tired at this point. Like Emma Norsgaard was this morning. Oh my god, she's so funny. When she was like in the press conference. Um, she was like, the, the DS told me I have to get in the break again today. I was like, come on, man. Like, she was just, she was like, I had to have, what did she say? She was like, I had to have three, three coffees, coffees before I could speak. even speak this morning. Dude. <laughs> Which we were, we were actually the same. We were, but oh, this yeah. morning we were like, fuck. When we woke up staring into each other's eyes. Spooning. <laughs> do, do they know about that they, situation? They don't, they don't even know what happened. Oh my God. After okay. the pizza. Yeah, so we we left. Ah, oh, that's right. We finished the pod at, at dinner, and after that, I had to walk back to my hotel, which was already. I think we did explain was giving weird vibes. Mm. The round. I think we did talk about the round bed. We did. Yeah, we did um, talk about the round bed. And the streets surrounding it were not very. They just didn't look great, did they? And then, so Rachel and India kindly offered to walk me back to my hotel. And as we were walking, you guys were getting increasingly concerned. And then 
we approached the street of my hotel and what happened Rachel the lights went out like all the street lights went out we were walking in utter darkness like it felt like we were in a horror film or something like some scary person could jump out at any time yeah you were really like making the situation so much worse by being like it's like someone's gonna come out and just kill us right now like I'm expecting someone to like jump out of the shadows and we're like walking down this pitch black street like on our own like three women just on our own and you're literally like thinking of like how we'd get I was thinking like I could I was calling their bluff though if they were waiting there because I was saying it then they'd hear you yeah they wouldn't actually do it um, and then we, we were also devising like what we would do if they did jump out. What did you say? Oh, yeah, you said. No, I said I'd get my elbows out and defend myself, and you said you would pretend you'd play dead. <laughs> so you're going to pretend to already be dead when somebody's trying to kill you. <laughs> In hindsight, I just thought like they might freak out if I was already, if I already, should I just collapse to the floor and play dead? No, if they're trying to kill you, that, that's what they want. I don't think they were trying to be... I, I, I was imagining they would just be, like, capturing me and kidnapping me. Oh, okay. This like, is getting very dark. Maybe, like, hold me for ransom or something. Uh-huh. Um, ransom? Who's paying the uh, ransom? Yeah. yeah, true, actually. How much How much would your ransom be, do you think? Like, a couple of grand? <laughs> it's, it's like, what? Just a, a dodgy second-hand car or Rachel back? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I don't know, okay, that was not a, that was not a good plan of action. Um, but anyway, it didn't happen because we got to your hotel. We went in and it was it was actually even more terrifyingly weird than you like than you described originally. Um, there were all these like weird paintings of like faces on the walls in like that were really creepy and your room was right in the attic. It was so high in this pitch black street. So we decided um, to sack it off. Sack it off, yeah. Pack, Amy like packed all her stuff up. We went downstairs. What did you do with the key? Just like I put it on a little table. Yeah, and then she had to come to stay at our apartment, which is nice, very nice. Yeah, in the nice side of town, in the little old town, with all the like cobbled streets and stuff. Um, so we had like a nice, cozy night together we had some cuddles and mad no we didn't we uh, did sleep in the same room. yeah we did <laughs> if anyone it was very hot in that room were you hot like in that room because i actually thought i couldn't breathe when i woke up it was so hot it wasn't that hot no, to be fair to be fair you were like yeah you were actually quite sleeping quite peacefully i was like <laughs> i was i didn't really want to move because i didn't want to wake up at the same time I, I was actually thinking i might die well we didn't die and we made it to the stage i made it to my date with arno arnaud i can't get his name right and i should be able to get his name right i spent the whole day with him arno um you get get his name out of my mouth is that what you're saying i am you keep saying i spent the whole day with him i spent the whole day with him like do you know how that makes me feel (laughs) have some respect i need to text him back so how was it it was actually so fun it's basically exactly how you described um and I, w- I thought it was sick. Like, I was- and you did you take photos and stuff while you were on the back of the bike? Like, were you? Yeah, I took a couple videos, couple photos. Not on like the downhills though, because I was a bit scared I was going to drop my phone if we went over like a bump. I think you might have had a more hilly day than me potentially. Potentially, because like there was some descents that I was going. How many categorised climbs were there today for you? Uh, three or four, I think. 
Yeah, because I think when I... All fourth category, I think. Because uh, I think when I did it, I had, I had like, maybe, like, six-ish climbs, and there were some third cuts as well. And there was definitely descents when I did it. So maybe you didn't quite get that experience. No, but he, he once he got me... The last time... So we stopped a few times, and then the last time we stopped, it was like, right, well, now we're going to the finish. And that was, like bombs away like that was he was he was sending it well he wasn't going like dead dead fast but no it was quite sick actually it just feels so fast when you're on a motorbike like compared to a car like if you're doing like 100k or like 90k an hour on a motorbike it feels really really fast yeah there was one point where he was doing like 120 k's per hour and i was like that is the speed limit on like the, the motorways in in spain and that feels like whatever in a car and then yeah, yeah. but no, it was good. I I also experienced the going through the peloton situation, where I really was just like, oh, I, well, first of all, I was screaming at Lizzie Holden <laughs> while she was like breathing out of her bum. Um, but then the next time I saw her, she was on the front pulling Please. the brake back or trying to pull the brake back for I guess Consoni. Yeah, I um, did see her do a really good turn actually. To be fair. Yeah, I was. We were going past. That was the last time we went past the peloton, and I was like, wow, it's quite strong out here. Like looks like they're kind of trying to bring the brake back and then I get get to the front and there she is wow she's queen that's really impressive good for her what a ledge um yeah she's got the TT that should be good she can wear her wonderful uh, national champions yeah I'm, I, no doubt UAE are known for this we're not even like this isn't a breaking news situation no I've got no doubt they would have done a stunning job on it like they do with all of the national champs jerseys and not sorry um shade, well i mean it's deserved yeah um speaking of shade the kopecky press conference <gasps> scandal she is not back there she is still not backing down she was like because sorry update because we haven't oh, talked yeah. about this so after yesterday's debacle danny stam the director has now been kicked off the race um, so there's a lonely Anna fan breaking in the car when I was going past her today. Aww. Although, no, she did. She had a guy in the passenger seat. I don't know who it was, but it, maybe it was him in disguise, actually. Um, yeah, he, he was at the finish, finish yeah. Um, yeah, so he's been kicked off the race, because basically because he doubled down and came out with all that stuff that he came out with yesterday. Yeah, so I, I um, wrote, like, a quick piece on it today, and I was actually looking into the UCI rules, and I think there's like a, the, what they quoted in their press release was that he'd now been punished for like I think it was like threatening or insulting behaviour towards any someone else on the race um, and the, they also said in the same press release that it was um, his like behaviour towards the commissaires so he must have what I don't think it's necessarily what he said to the press but clearly he said what he said to the press he said something in a similar vein to the commissaires maybe even in a more animated way which is what got him actually thrown off the race and uh, it's just it's mad because it's like if you'd have just accepted it gracefully then you would still be on the race like it was so stupid of them yeah and then Kopecky today was still saying like oh like I hope it, um, Demi doesn't lose because of a stupid 20 second penalty um, did she say anything else? She, yeah she also implied that basically the world's out to get oh, SD yeah, works which is what they that seems a line of um the party line is like we're the victims here because everyone's targeting us because we're so good yeah she said um they we're under a lot of scrutiny and they want to like get us any way they can 
but it's like it's the commissaires they don't care who wins or who doesn't win it's well, they're not meant to and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're professional enough to not I, I highly doubt they do and if 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 there's not like it's not like their decision has directly benefited any one team it's just the only like team it's benefited bad no not benefited is obviously st works but it's their own action yeah but it's not it's not like it's like oh you know like in football then you know that like if uh, the referee gives a penalty it's directly benefiting the opposite team in cycling there's so many teams it's like you getting a penalty isn't directly benefiting anyone else so the argument that they're just out to get your team is just it doesn't really make any sense it's like that they're biased or something if they were biased then they would make decisions to actually benefit someone specific not just to try and get SD works it's just a bit stupid yeah I mean because they I, I think I suppose what they are implying is like obviously Annemiek is Demi's main rival and they clearly think that there's like why would, why would the commissaires be giving preference no, to exactly. that to Movistar? It doesn't make any sense. No, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just think it's weird that they they won't just back down on it, that they're just continuing to run with this narrative of, like, poor us. And Danny Stan was still there at the finish. Um, like, as soon as uh, Kopecky, like, crossed the line, he was there, like, chatting to her in front of everyone. They... Yeah, there was no above like was, the rule. Yeah, there was no sense of like, oh, you know, I'm a bit embarrassed or a bit like ashamed of being thrown off the Tour de France because it is it is a bit. Like, I think it is a bit something you would want to like if you fucking got it. Yeah, like t- t- kind of the sort of thing where you think like oh, I need to sort of take a look at my actions, not like I go to the start and I'm there in front of all the TV cameras making the point that you know I'm still at the race again, or if you want to still be on the race as well, like. We just wait for her at the bus and chat to her there. Don't go to the finish, like literally, so you're there as as they cross the line. It's just a bit, it's really strange behaviour. Yeah, no, it's like I said yesterday in the podcast style is giving arrogance. Like again, it's just yeah. Speaking of the finish, though, it seemed pretty dangerous in the last uh, the last kilometre. Yeah, that was definitely. Well, we saw that crash, didn't we, on the last corner and I think that was also impacted by there was tram tracks which five for Georgie from DSM said that she had would thought that they would have filled the tram tracks in or covered them so that they weren't there when the race actually came um like Magnus Baxter said that like he wasn't happy with the finish he wasn't comfortable with it and you know he was he said um he went to view it obviously like they all do he went for a recce and saw what it was like and he thought that the, the final chicanes were so dangerous. He was like, "Oh no, I don't think it will actually be like that. I think that's just a mistake on Bella Blue. I think that actually goes straight on." But um, it was actually like he'd seen, and he was like, "In hindsight, we should have maybe spoken to the UCI or, or mentioned that we weren't happy with the finish um, before the race." But then other riders kind of were okay with it and were just like sprinting. It's always dangerous. It was a bit of a mixed bag, but. Yeah, tram tracks, roundabouts, like narrow turns. It was all a bit messy, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, when I was coming in on the bike with Arno, here she goes again. Um, I was thinking how fast the roads were running into the finish, and then we got into that part, and it was like a chicane with what, like, it was about 500 metres to go or something? Yeah. Uh, a chicane over a set of tram tracks that then, um, like, went on to join like a road with speed bumps on it and I was thinking like there's that's insane that there's gonna be like 
they're going to be gearing up for a sprint going so fast coming into this. I know, and if you've ever, like, I don't know, if you've ever, like, been in a peloton or gone, done a race where there is speed bumps and you're going at a really high speed, it's actually so dangerous. Like, your whole back wheel, like, gets, like, takes lift off. Um, it's, yeah, it's really sketchy. It's not just, like, going over, like, a speed bump in a car or whatever. It's, like, you fully, like, fly if you're in a peloton. And if you, like, land it wrong... You get some air. Or whatever, you fully do. And if you land it wrong or... I don't even know. Like, it's just... It's, yeah, you can really... Cause there can really be crashes there. Um, so, yeah. And not a good day for DSM. God, they were absolutely gutted. Like, I've never... I went into... They have, like, a team bit where they all warm down on turbos outside their bus and like we stepped behind there didn't we and I just felt like this literally this sense of like sadness and just sight it was just completely silent they were all warming warming down on their turbo trainers and like five for Georgia I've I've interviewed her like a lot of times and she's normally pretty chatty like you know she's got she's doesn't ever seem to she, I've never seen her like that down basically when I've chatted to her before she's she really really was so so gutted that they missed out on the win yeah it was sad yeah I just relived um the Charlotte of cool pie again oh yeah, you, yeah I just cringed so hard internally I mean it wasn't that bad I, th- I feel like <clears throat> yeah it wasn't it wasn't it could have been worse it wasn't like she she kind of just shook her head and looked like she was about she to gave a little half smile yeah she yeah. didn't look happy but like I've had worse pies like when I asked Annamie the other day she literally shouted no at me like that what did she really yeah that's way worse than her just a shake she shouted no like she just said no like that that's a bit rude isn't it well I guess she meant it she said it with her chest oh my god there's sorry we're just driving to our um for some reason we're not actually quite sure I I so I booked all my hotels and then sent the list to Rachel and Rachel booked it based off that and uh for some reason we've been staying in the Finnish towns every day and for some reason I decided that today I was going to stay closer to where tomorrow's start is um, again like I literally don't remember why what the logic was behind that but the yeah. traffic it's about an hour or so drive normally and the traffic has been horrendous the thing is we've actually what you I think your thought process was quite smart because if we were going to the start tomorrow we were we're only ten minute drive away, but we're not actually going to go to the start because we can't get to the tourmalet in time if we go to watch the start. So we're actually going quite a convoluted way to the tourmalet basically because the stage doesn't start till four tomorrow. We could have just stayed in the town where we've just been and then driven to the tourmalet tomorrow from there rather than doing this. But c'est la vie. C'est la vie, and also it's worked out for me personally because I'm <laughs> I'm. It's all about me. Yeah, well, um, maybe that's all that matters. And because I'm doing this ride tomorrow and it starts like near near two and so that's all yeah I'm, I'll be fine yeah well good for you I guess the rest of us will just sit through a long journey for no reason nah it's my fault anyway I'm such a I'm just a sheep I just followed everything you did I didn't even think to check it like if this was in a completely different country I would have still booked it because I just did I did not check <laughs> at all ne- next year then I'm going to send you my hotel list and I'm going to sneak in like some a hotel in like Greece and see if you just go ahead and book it honestly I was blindly pre- pressing book on booking.com I was I'm, yeah it wasn't good form from me to be fair I probably should have checked but it's alright I'm not that been alright it's a good job you didn't book the same hotel as me last night oh my god and I would have if it was if it wasn't full how was that full how yeah I don't know but there was quite a lot of ASO vehicles outside so like <laughs> Clearly there were other people staying there, but maybe not like um, young 
women on their own. It's like you. Um, my round, yeah. my round bed. We haven't Imagine even. Imagine that to sleep in them. Oh my god! And the fl- the flamingo wallpaper would have just freaked me out in the middle of the night. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but we haven't That's even. Why? What he's got. Um, <laughs> we haven't even talked about who actually won the stage though. Oh yeah, Emma. No, we have. Have we not? Because we talked about the press conference. Did we not mention the fact that oh. she was there because she'd won? <laughs> no, I can't remember. I feel like maybe we didn't. Well, anyway, Emma Northgaard won, and she won from the breakaway. Yeah, it was so good. It was really... I did not think that they were going to stay away. There was only three of them. So rare for a three-person break to stay away from the peloton as well. Especially when there were teams with quite a lot of interest there, like Yumbo, DSM, UAE. It wasn't like there was a lack of teams to chase. But I don't know. Maybe it's just the fatigue of it being, like, the sixth day sick mm-hmm. yeah the sixth day that people that the sprint teams were just feeling like more tired or something because normally that would have come back also i guess not much interest in sd works to chase from sd works although kapeki did sprint in the end and she banged her bars at the finish she looked she looked really annoyed yeah oh gosh something else to be annoyed about they love being annoyed <laughs> <laughs> But, so do we, to be fair. Yeah, true. We love the drama as well. Kapeki, keep going with your scandalous press conferences, please. Oh, Gives us we, something to write about. We need to talk about Marie from the press room and how she... Aww. First of all, she's a legend. So there's two there's two women who sit at a table in the press room. They're like the... What's it? I'm trying to come up with an analogy, like school. Like It's like they're like the classroom monitors and yeah. we're like just sat with our heads down it's doing our like, work. We're always in gym halls like you're doing an exam. They're like the invigilators and yeah. it's an exam. Yeah. Um, but they're cooler than that. Yeah. They are quite... Cooler. They're very nice. And um, so cool they have Tour de France branded trainers. Yeah, we clocked that yesterday, didn't we? That's swag, that is. Um, but so they don't sit and watch the race like we do because we have TV screens in front of where we sit in our little rows of plastic chairs. And... Um, but there's sound on it, obviously, the French commentary. And every time there's, like, some sort of drama, Marie will just, like, come around the corner and just, like, look at the, like lean in, look around at the TV and see what's cracking. Yeah, she loves it. Like, the the her, the her woman, other woman who works with her, like, never really leaves the desk, but Marie, like, runs over and has to see the drama. And then she's always, like, when, like, it was Demi yesterday, she was, like, shaking her head, like, whoa. She's getting really excited. Yeah, she loves it. Oh, she's like, having so a conversation in French with someone. Yeah. Yeah, and also like they're real, they're legends because they got you the moto ride as well. Yeah, well, yeah, but when you couldn't do it originally, then I did it, and then I wasn't sure if there would be like another chance for you to do it, but then they sorted us out. They did sort us out. Our girls. Shout out to them. And shout out to Arno. Shout out to Arno. We love you. Am I saying it wrong? No, Arno, you're saying it wrong. Arno. Anyways. Um. But yeah, what else happened today in the stage? I mean, you didn't really see that much. It was any? Did you get any insights from being on the motorbike of like who was suffering or like what was going on? Lotta Hentala had a bad day. She, yeah, um, she was struggling from like very early on. Um, I'm just doing the European hazard light signal to show that there's traffic in front. Um, she was struggling from very early on, and then eventually, I guess she was using the team car a little bit too much to get back into the bunch, and uh, she got. Got, what do you call that? Like she just got kicked off, didn't she? The, the, disqualified. Disqualified from the whole the yeah. whole thing. 
Yeah, another disqualification for disqualified. using a team that car. That is the definition of disqualified. What? Am I all right? Yeah, I don't know. I think you had a little mind fart there, hon. Um, but yeah, I I think I saw her yesterday when we were talking to Yolinda Hora. Um, she came out. She came back yeah. to the bus, um, Lotta, and she was she did look completely cracked with the whole thing. So yeah, shame for her. I think there was. Yeah, it looked to be like there was quite a few riders actually getting dropped today, even though it was a so-called sprint stage. I actually asked um, Suzanne Anderson from from Uno X, yeah. She and I asked her like, how come you know a lot of people thought that so many stages in this race would be sprint stages and they've ended up either being like a GC day or a day for the break? And she said, oh maybe like <laughs> she was like maybe you guys thought that, but in the peloton we all knew that there was going to be like hardly any sprint stages and how hard they were going to be. I'm not surprised um, that they were like they were like this, because yeah, told you, that told me she yeah fair fair from her. Well, the teams obviously thought some teams obviously thought there was going to be sprints. Otherwise, why would they bring their sprinters? Yeah, true. Like they brought Cool and Consoni and people like that. Um, but it was interesting today. I was surprised to see so many um, girls like going out the back or like losing the wheel and splits developing, but. I do think it's that fatigue of so many hard days of racing. Also, the heat. It was so humid today. And that's what um, Meg said, the Swanee from EF, who gave us a great... Well, who gave me a great interview this morning. She was so good. She gave shout such a Meg. good... In- shout out, Meg. She gave such a good insight to um, being a Swanee. It was opened my eyes to a lot of things I did not know. But um, one of the things she said is that the, it wasn't really the heat that the riders have been struggling with, but it's just, like, the humidity and how muggy it's been. That's been the main thing that yeah has made, been making people like suffer basically because when they come off the when they finish the race like the first thing they do is like they have to have ice and pour water over themselves and stuff poor um Flori McCarran we were talking to her today she was like she just was like could, couldn't keep her eyes open because there was so much like sweat dripping into them she couldn't even see anymore but yeah it looked like another hard day to be fair it was so hot out there it was really hot and I think that makes a massive difference. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think... Speaking, like, of things that I saw while I was on the bike, um, I don't know how people are DSs, basically. Like, how do you use that many parts of your brain at the same time? Like, driving in the convoy, talking on the radio, thinking about, like, what's coming up. Like, I was thinking when I was on the bike, like, I can, I can focus on, like what's happening around me but then they're also thinking like tactics and they're thinking like I need to tell the riders what's coming off or like whatever it is like it's actually so many things at once like I don't they must be so stressed I know it's there is wasn't that gonna I don't know if it's been introduced yet I know clearly it hasn't but there was talk of a UCI rule being introduced by you it's like the rule that you have to have a driver and then a DS you can't have um a DS like on the radio like reading the map talking to the riders and driving the car at the same time because it's like too much well it's interesting you should say that because Ina Tutenberg wasn't driving she had someone driving I don't know who it was I think maybe they do they have another director or male director because there's a man driving and she was sat in the passenger seat uh, and she was talking on the radio um, so yeah I think maybe that was going on there but Magnus Backstead, for instance, was driving and I saw him, like, grabbing the radio and he's, like... Yeah. They've all got, like, screens out. Like, it's crazy. 
Same for um, Yama Visma with Carmen Small. Like I was talking to her this morning, and I actually raised it with her because I, when I was on the motorbike, oh really? Because when I was on the motorbike, she was on in the car on her own, and she did say actually she's got someone coming to help drive her um, for the last couple of stages. But yeah, when I was on the motorbike, she was doing it all on her own, and I was like, I was yeah, like how the hell do you do that? And she, she actually said it's like she was like oh. It, um, you know, it's better to have two people in the car. I'd prefer it, but it depends on a lot of things. Like, she said, t- like team budgets, and I was a bit—I was quite surprised for her to say that from Yumbo Visma perspective. Because, yeah, you'd think they definitely would have enough money to employ two sports directors for this whole race. But interesting, yeah, comment from her, really. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, that is a th- a, a factor. Is like if you can't afford to have two staff members in the car then you, you but I can't imagine I can't imagine do that on my own because like most of them did have a passenger you know like yeah. just have someone to like help you like point things out or like look at the race on the screen and tell you what's happening while you're focusing on driving or like how on earth you would do all of that on your own I actually cannot believe like my the mind boggles because I was honestly I was like going past them all and I was thinking like you lot are mad like <laughs> That's actually like I was just like la 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 on the motorbike, and I was thinking there's enough things for me to think about. Literally, just sat here doing enough, getting my iPhone out every five minutes <laughs> with my photography vest on. And they're like, yeah, they're, and how close they drive to each other, and how fast they drive, and just yeah, honestly, big up them because I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's actually mad. Like this other thing that Carmen Small was saying was that um, it's really important to have a good mechanic in the back because she was like, "I, I what well, my question was like, oh, how much you know in how much did DSs actually instruct riders? Like, would you tell a rider when to attack or you know whether to follow someone else's attack?" And she was like, "Oh, like in France, to be honest, like the signal's so bad we can't see, we can't even watch the race half the time, um, so I don't really always know what's going on." Like. She was like, oh, it's important that, um, to have a good mechanic in the back because he'll be on, like, pro cycling stats or the live Tour de France, like, live tracking thing or he'll manage to get it up on his phone and he'll just be telling me what's going on in the race and who's working and stuff. She was like, the riders decide more than you think themselves. It's not it's not really, like, the DSs are just in their ear being, like, attack now because they can't actually see what's going on or at least she said she couldn't. For, she can't always even see for a lot of the stages anyway. Yeah, or in the case of... Um, DSM like Pfeiffer Georgie said their mechanic actually went ahead and told them what the finish was like or told what did she say She, the mechanic sort of basically yeah. gave them a heads up of what things were looking like yeah she said they the mechanics I think she said the mechanics went ahead and um, looked at the final 6k for them to like give them a, another view I guess closer to the race because when they would have done their recce it would have been a pretty long time ago now so and they're not going to be able to see the finish on the day of the race because the start was quite far away. So that makes sense, I suppose. I'll tell you who else I saw in the convoy. Go on. Michelle. Michelle Bay. Was he driving? Yeah, he was driving, yeah. And he was gesticulating and chatting, like, <laughs> animatedly, like, classic. I feel like he's, yeah, he's probably great to have in your ear at some points, but I feel like... He could also be one of the... You know when you see the riders, like, <laughs> rip the radios out of their ears if they're, like, on a solo move or anything because they just want to focus? I feel like he might be one of them where you're like, oh, Michelle, mate, sorry, it's too much. Do you reckon? I don't know. He wasn't... So he wasn't on the radio doing that. He was just talking to the person in the passenger seat. Oh, uh, OK, OK. He was just having a great time. I thought you meant he was just, like, doing it down the rider's ears the whole stage. <laughs> I was like, they must be, like... <gasps> no, no, he wasn't 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's... Oh, I thought you two had bonded. Sad. But yeah, it was a good, it was um, a good stage today, I thought. Still not the sprint you wanted. Not had a sprint, really. Not properly. That Lorena Weaver's win sprint. Yeah. But that was a bit touch and go, wasn't it? Like, yeah. they only caught the break, like, last minute. Yeah, I feel like last year we had some really good sprints. Yeah, and then yeah. this year it's just kind of been a bit meh when it comes to that. But yeah. it's okay, we moved. That's what we were saying, wasn't it? We kind of feel like the race is sort of missing maybe one of those town centre sort of, like, Champs-Élysées-style crit-ish type finishes. I don't know... I f- how, how I feel about the last stage being the time trial if it's going to be feel a bit like anti-climatic yeah. maybe yeah I also was thinking that like I mean I'm not a huge fan of time trials in the first place I'm not going to lie I find them a bit boring um, I don't, I'm not interested in tech I don't care about aerodynamics and I just don't like time trials that much but um, I don't know I think it's quite a nice logistically speaking it's a nice oh, stage true. to end on because it means we're all we're in the same place all day and we can just fucking chill and catch the vibe of the day and just like wind down a little bit and just i don't know depending on how so not the gc is i mean start writing your post date post race analysis to be honest yeah that's the that's the thing why i'm not quite sure about it is it depends what happens on the tour melee obviously but if what what a lot of people are expecting obviously is Demi and Annemiek van Vluten to um, just ride away and it seems like if you want that really exciting time trial you want you need the gaps to be quite small but if you're sending them up the tourmalade the day before I can't see how it's going to be like a super tightly fought um, yeah uh, maybe maybe between like the top two if they finish together on the on the tourmalade then it will be exciting between those two but I mean below that I can't really see it we're just approaching a toll road so amy needs to focus um well i was concentrating should i not change lanes no 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 it's fine i can speak now well i'm about to wind down the window and get the i think i don't know if it's a ticket it's a ticket one it's not a pay one so that means there's gonna be another one bloody hell shut up my card it's so sensitive to um yeah the car's almost as sensitive about itself as you are about the car Ha ha ha! I'm not that sensitive because I let Abby drive it. Say, so shout out Abby! Actually, big up Abby. She saved the day. She allowed me to go on my little date with Anna. Yeah, Abby, you've broken so my heart there, hon. Broken my heart. No, I'm pleased for you that you got the experience, even if um, it was hard to swallow. Oh, someone's broken down. Shit. That car looks like it's going down. Yeah. Um, what were we saying? Yeah, I mean, I feel like. Oh God, that that was going to be really loud. Yeah, I feel like um, <laughs> oh God. I'm, I'm actually like losing the plot. I'm ready for yeah, my McDonald's. Been... We've been driving. We've been podcasting for a while. We've been driving for a while. We've got yeah, 20, we... 25 minutes to Macca's, guys. Yeah, that's the dinner for tonight. The first one. I mean, to be fair, day six and we haven't had one. It's pretty fucking good. We've had pizza, and now it. I mean, that was at least it was like not a takeaway. It was like a, a restaurant pizza, not a takeaway pizza. Oh, yeah. It was a decent pizza. Not no Domino's. Were you there that, last year when we had that really nice Italian that time? Were you there for that? I don't think you were. I can't remember. It's all bl- merged into one last year for me, to be honest. We've actually not done too badly until... Yeah, I just, there's always got to be a Macca's day, and I feel like this niggly little transfer calls for it. It'll just take the edge off the fact that um, 
we're probably driving an hour, well, for no reason. You are. Well, I am, yeah. And you, you're driving me, I don't really know how it works. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what's occurring. Great. So pleased um, for you. <laughs> how are you, wait a minute, but how are you getting to wherever you're going tomorrow? So has Olga got to pick you up? Olga is staying near where we are as well. She also, because oh, right, yeah. I copied you. And then she copied me. So now she was doing it wrong as well. Responsible for so many. No one copied Olga. Because then we'd have a fourth person doing it wrong. That's true. Um, But yeah. Then uh, we're talking about if the time trial was going to be a bit shit, basically, or if it would be good and exciting. What they were aiming for. If it was a mountain time trial, I'm all about it. Because then it might have, like, if the GC was close going into it. They were trying to... I feel like maybe they were trying to give, like, 2020 men's tour, but it was actually not given that at all. I don't know. Because it is flat, isn't it? Ish. Does it not finish uphill, though? So, um, uphill, yeah. Ash was saying. You know more than me. I haven't looked ahead that far. Also, I just... I, I see time trial, and I just glaze over. Yeah, I'm unsure. I, I'm pretty sure um, I spoke to Ash, and she was like, oh, I think it's going to really suit me, the, you know, the, the climb up to the end. And I was like, oh, I need to have a look at that, because I'm not even checked if there's a yeah there is a climb 211 meters speaking of Ash, that, mi- that very microphone that you were holding um has been in the ag insurance well it's not been in it hopefully but it's been held in the ag insurance ice bath today yeah that was you utilizing your friendship with carl there to get a little exclusive ice bath interview with ash yeah carl's her husband to get, yeah, um, it was actually his idea, so shout out to him. We're getting a lot of shout outs today. I feel like some sort of like rubbish radio DJ. Shout out this person. Yeah, shout out to all these people who probably don't even listen to this. They did. Oh, I'll tell you what. Speaking of the convoy and that, I'll tell you who I think must listen because otherwise I don't know how he got this impression. But Tom Varney went, "How's Rachel's man?" <laughs> ah, he listens. That is so funny. I hope people don't take. Arnold to uh, me too seriously because um, it's a joke. <laughs> Obviously, um, even though he is a lovely man. He's a lovely man. Any older ladies out there? He's not even that old. I swear, he's like forty something. I said like forty-five. I reckon that's not old. Okay, older than me then. Okay, well, that's not hard because you're a baby. You're like twenty-four. Got an old head. What was that? Old head on young shoulders, is that a saying? Yeah, that's a thing, yeah. Oh. Alright, anyway, um, we're just oh, talking shit. Exciting news is that we might be getting a voice note from Tilda. Oh so my God, can we put it in the in the pod? Yeah. Yay. So it's taken until stage six to arrange it. <laughs> and I actually had the thought, like. You said it to me the other day, yeah. Yeah, and then I f- one, I forgot to ask her. And then to be honest, I thought she'd still be forbidden because, like, the, the chains around her, aren't they? To be honest, a bit. But then. Shackled, she is. Um, but she said she was up for it, so hopefully she sends it. If she doesn't, I'm gonna pester her, and we're gonna hear from Tilda. Exciting! And then we're gonna eat McDonald's. Even more exciting. Mm, yeah, I'd probably say I'm actually more excited for Tilda's worst night than McDonald's. We've heard she says a lot because I'm absolutely fucking starving. You're not. I'm not. No. What's Tilda gonna say? It's only Tilda, isn't it? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, man. You're full of jokes today. Love you, Tilda. <laughs> Miss you. Wish you were here. 
Yeah, we have actually really missed Tilda. This... No, legit, we have. It was such a good vibe last year, wasn't it? The whole crew. Betsy as well, she's not here. Shout out Betsy. <laughs> Shout out to Betsy. Shout out to all the lovers. That's what, that's what a bad radio presenter would say. No. And this one's for all the lovers out there. Right, anyway, this is just anyway, going south. Wonder Wall. <laughs> Stop it there. Okay. Hello, sports fans. Hello, Amy and Rachel. It's Matilda here. If you haven't forgotten who I am yet. I know I've been absent from the podcast and absent from in fact the Tour de France fan for sad unfortunate reasons but I've been avidly watching and between watching the racing and listening to about 500 different podcasts every day um, it's been a busy one but I've been very much enjoying the podcast. It's been making me miss the race both more and less because it kind of feels like I'm there with you but then sometimes I get sad that I'm not there. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, so today's stage, must say, didn't actually see a lot of it. Well, I was sitting here watching it, working, but, you know, sometimes when you're working and watching it, you don't actually see it. Um, that was a bit like it was for me. Um, I thought it was a very impressive break that got away. Um, I think, one, you know, probably even stronger than the breaks that have won previously, um, in some ways. So I'm surprised that they didn't make more of an issue about bringing them back. Um... And what a wonderful stage win for Emma Norsgaard. As we know, she is a rider who I love, I'm obsessed with. No biases, I just literally love her. Um, so I was very happy to see that. And and actually, I think, you know, that is her only way of getting a result now. She's she, she was saying herself that she's not a pure sprinter anymore. But it is kind of hard to be that in-between in type rider and actually get a result. So I was super, super happy for her. And... It might just be because I was having an emotional day, but I did start welling up when she was crying in her interview. Um, you're going to have to edit that very long pause out. I don't know what else I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, the UCI, they're moving mad today, huh? Or maybe everyone else is moving mad. Can't believe all that SD Works drama. Just ridiculous behaviour from Danny Stam in my opinion and then the same with uh, Asian Insurance and that whatever holding on to the car like I wonder if maybe a lot of this has been going on that we haven't seen and then now that Stam is out they've had to kind of crack down on it and make an example of these riders more um but yeah seems like they're aggro so I hope I hope we don't see any more of that tomorrow um but yeah I won't make this too long I just miss you guys, and I wish I was there, but I love the podcast, loving the racing, can't wait to watch the stage tomorrow, should be pretty much full coverage, I think, so that will be really, really good, and then off to Poe, my old home, for the last stage, I'll try not to cry too much, love you guys, thanks for having me, and hello to all the listeners, readers, I miss you just as much as I miss Amy and Rachel. Hope you're enjoying all the coverage. I certainly have been. Um, it's been my favourite part of the race, I think. <laughs>